This is Theoretical Thrills, the podcast where three hosts pitch original theoretical rides and attractions based on things they don't own. A special guest judge awards bronze, silver, or gold based on three separate categories, most creative, most practical, and guest's favorite. With bragging rights on the line, the hosts will try to pick each other's ideas apart through gentle ribbing. So sit back, relax, and stand clear of the moving doors as we present Theoretical Thrills. Theoretical Thrills. The theory of the thrill. Oh, boy! In three, two, fun! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Theoretical Thrills. I'm Oliver. I'm Brad. I'm Spencer. And you're here for a very special week because this week is Game of Thrones. And for this, we are joined by a lovely guest judge. Arlie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Oliver? I'm great. I'm excited for you to be here. I'm excited to be doing one of what has to be one of the biggest HBO shows of all time. If not, apparently some books. I don't know. Seems like it seems like there's some reading material also involved. I've never heard of it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you're, so we're going to be doing Game of Thrones. And because of that, you are here as our judge. Why are you the authority on Game of Thrones? Well, unlike you, I've read the books, Oliver. And I am. There's books? Oh, no. Oh, I messed up. They're so, they're totally. Out, but I have read them all, the ones that are available. I've even read some of the spinoff books. There's still uh, books coming out? Yeah, they've only done five out of seven, maybe eight. It Didn't depends. the series end? Yeah, no, they, they extrapolated, I guess. Uh, and they send it every month, depending upon the letter, right? And then and the Britannica organization takes care of it. Oh, different series of books. Not great at books. Anyway, so you're here for... Yeah. Yeah, oh, ah, shoot. Well, what are you going to do? But you're here for Game of Thrones. You've seen all the different shows. Now, what's your relationship, and, and you've read the books, and what is your relationship with theme parks? So uh, my first job after I graduated college was working for a theme park design company. Um, so I was part of the design team. We were working on the first theme park in the country of Jordan. Uh, it has... Still not yet been built. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. What all I can say on it, because I did sign an NDA, um, but it was going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 at my old theme park design job, I had a very similar situation where I'm like, when is this? Is this? So it's, it's going to be, it's, it is until it isn't. Uh, um, and it's been interesting because, I mean, that was, gosh, 10 years ago, and I, I and some of the people I worked with at that job have moved on to other theme park design companies. And I've been noticed, you know, we were talking about what does the theme park of the future look like? How do we push theme parks into the 21st century? And now I'm starting to notice some of those things being implemented in other theme parks that will remain nameless. But um, it's just kind of cool to see some of the things we were talking about 10 years ago that ended up not getting used in the one in Jordan are getting used in other theme parks that people do get to enjoy, which is really awesome. Uh, and then after I left that job, I went to more of the construction side of things. And I worked for a company that built a lot of set pieces for theme parks. And awesome. the main project I worked on was the expansion to Harry Potter World at Universal Orlando. So I did a lot nice. of Diagon Alley, King's Cross Station, uh, just... So very versed in the world of bringing the fantasy book material and the, the expanded universes into the into these worlds and looking at the smaller details that really pay off to make that full immersion. Yeah. And like I went, I finally got to go see it in person a couple of years ago with my family who had never read the Harry Potter books, never seen the movies. But I was just like nerding out being like, look at this little detail right here. I designed that. And it's very important to the stories if you read it. It took 14 meetings to get that bucket in that window. You need to understand how important that bucket is. Yeah. And my dad's just like taking photos on his phone. He has no idea what he's looking at, but he was loving it. And oh, that's amazing. You know, people <laughs> run around in their robes and he's just like, oh, they look so hot. If I got you a robe, Arlie, which one would you want? And I was like, I was about to say Ravenclaw. And I was like, dad has no idea what that means. So the blue ones, dad, I want the blue. Smart. 
we've all we've all had to dumb down a sci-fi uh show or two to someone yeah there's space wizards with uh with with lightsabers <laughs> right, i just pointed i just pointed to myself yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no we've we're very familiar with it but uh spencer oh i uh, feel heavily f- own up to that i have no idea what most fantasy and sci-fi things are <laughs> oh i think the doctor who episode still is one of the finest things you've ever done thank you i i still i still hear the the sound of the tardis to this day right Right. And remind me, what, what was that sound one more time, Spencer? You know, well, it depends on which one. Is it, is it lifting off or coming back? Yes, it's it's lifting off. Just just a quick reminder. Yeah, it's... <sighs> right, and then, and then coming down. It's... <sighs> right, because of the jets. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Different in December, but you know. All right, so we're going to go and we're going to give you our pitches. You are looking for three categories, and those three categories are? The three categories are practicality, which is something that seems like it could at this point in time fit into a theme park, creativity, which are the attractions that are just very creative, for lack of a better term, and guest favorite, which are those are the rides or the attractions that just tickled your funny bone, ones that were so fun for you or things that you might want to see in a Game of Thrones style theme park, whatever goes, whatever floats your boat. Excellent. Love it. And without further ado, are you ready? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. It's It's okay. Don't worry. I'm not. Speaking of first. song. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking of first, Brad, take it away. Well, Arlie, it's time to get started. It's time to get the pitches under on a roll here. Game of Thrones. Under on a roll? Already a strong start. Uh, Game of Thrones, perhaps uh, one of the biggest series uh, for HBO, especially for the, in the past few years, even though people have completely forgotten about it since its season finale. Uh, like can barely call that a finale, but go on. Um, but... Oftentimes, the thing that Game of, made Game of Thrones great, and I think the reason a lot of people latched on to Game of Thrones, is because a lot of people coming into that age group for Game of Thrones were Harry Potter fans. They already were part of that fantasy world, and they love the dragons and stuff like that. So why not give us adult Harry Potter land? So what I'm going to do is the inevitable. Harry Potter is going to go out of fashion, so we might as well go ahead and get a start at revamping it. That's right. Game of Thrones You're is taking- coming in. Did you not hear the intro? Oh, no, I'm not redoing Diagon Alley. I didn't touch anything. I didn't touch anything in Diagon Alley. I've only touched Forbidden. uh, Out with the old, in with the new. We're just going to flush the whole park. Hogsmeade. You didn't didn't deal with Hogsmeade. So so I specifically, my three attractions are based or are a revamps of Hogsmeade. So let's start off with attraction number one, the Raven's Flight. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is we're going to take the Harry Potter Hogwarts castle. We're going to transform it into King's Landing. You'll be able to go through King's Landing on the queue in order to see such things as the Iron Throne. Um, we'll sort of get to see the all the different things. Maybe we'll spot some hidden Starbucks cups, uh, almost like hidden Mickey's uh, throughout, an- throughout this little... Okay. Oh, but it's it's become a cultural phenomenon. We've got to put it in there somewhere, right? Little Starbucks logo, just medievalish looking, but appearing randomly like a hidden Mickey throughout the thing. Um, so you're gonna go through this. You'll get to walk through um, King's Landing on your way to the ride, which is of course going to be bordered the exact same way as the Forbidden Journey is, because we are taking the Forbidden Journey ride and we are redesigning it. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, give you the perspective of a raven's view of the different uh, houses and of of the kingdom of the uh, of the uh, of the the entire land. Um, so uh, you'll be your your seat back will be essentially you're flying through and getting to see the different areas the Lannisters, the Starks and and their different kingdoms and and areas that they sort of uh, rule over their little their different houses. Um, what's great about this is it's gonna allow us to keep the dragon effects. All right. So we'll get to keep uh, some of the like the the already built dragon and everything. We get to keep it. We're going to keep the already built dragon. 
Just the casual thing. You know, you already built it. It's already a part of the same dragon. Tried. We're Pretty practical. Gonna it. We're going to keep it and we're going to revamp it and use it as one of the dragons of uh, uh, of the Targon da- dragons. Um, then uh, as we're continuing on, you might remember Forbidden Journey, there was a spider section. Guess what? We're going to revamp the spiders. They're going to be wildlings. All right, we'll do some remodeling of the animatronics, but we will make them the wildlings. The car that would push and save the day, Dire Wolf. It is a Dire Wolf that is pushing you and uh, saving the day uh, from these wildlings. Of course, that leads you into the Dementors. Nay, not the Dementors. No, no, now it is the White Walkers. All right, with the White Walkers. And thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and brought. This has been brought to you by Amazon. Amazon. Interrupting podcasts since the beginning. Uh, and so the, uh, we'll finish off with the White Walkers, and then you'll see the White Walkers defeated by Arya. Uh, and then that brings us back to King's Landing, uh, the end of our ride. So this is the Raven's Flight. Uh, a complete redesign of Forbidden Journey. Out- Hogsmeade is gone. Harry Potter Hogwarts Castle is gone. It's King's Landing now, and it is the Raven's Flight. That is attraction number one. <laughs> attraction number two. Nice and simple. Really a uh, compartmentalized idea. Are you ready for attraction number two? You said a lot of words I didn't know. <laughs> attraction number... Oh, bud. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm continuing with the redesign of Hogsmeade. What ride is currently at Hogsmeade right now in Orlando? Why, of course, Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. But that ride is no more. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Night's Watch. They just finished it. It's gone. (laughs) (laughs) The Night's Watch. All right. So the Night's Watch, you're going to be on... It's going to thematically like you're going to be on horses. Uh, You're part of the watch and you're going along and you're checking the, the wall and you're uh, going to the different locations around the wall uh, on these horses. So we're going to have to redo some things. The blast-ended screw, it's now a blacksmith. It's where you're going to start off because it's where you start off in the ride, Hagrid's. Um, now you're going to start off at the blacksmith, you know, to get armored up. Um, you'll see the armor made for the horses and for the, for the people and the swords and the blades and stuff, and then you'll rock it off. Uh the drop portion that has the uh, that little tangleweed thingy. Uh, that sounds like how I would describe it. But I'm not. That's not going to come back and bite you in the ass. That drop portion uh, is now going to be the elevator of the wall because there's that big long elevator uh, to, and that brings you down into the lower portion of the wall. All right. Uh, and then we'll, uh, ha- we can, we'll just re-theme some of the things. We'll have some white walkers, maybe like hiding off in the thing. We will have some medieval looking Starbucks logos hidden throughout. <laughs> All right. It's going to be a nice little hidden Mickey. Uh, are you just describing your, your ideal Ren fair? Uh, look, I get the Starbucks. That is though. game of Thrones, right? No, it, it is. I'm just realizing as you're describing this, I'm like, he's just describing what he wants to do as a red fair. <laughs> just making hogs <laughs> made into a red fair. <laughs> Proceed. Uh, but uh, so that's that's my ride number two. Attraction mm-hmm. number two. Now, attraction number three, Arlie, I'm going to do something I've never done before. All right. It's I actually have two options. Arlie, would you like me to go practical or would you like me to go dark? Um, dark. <laughs> Who would dark. practical over dark? All right. I'm going to go with dark. I do have two options here. Um, I actually came up with four rides, uh, but I'm going to go with dark. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my ride, Lannister Tower. All right. Now, this There's is a drop going, tower. This is going to be a ride where you uh, will be getting a a placed in a seat um, and it's going to sort of feel like a, a rock climbing wall. They're going to be spaced out a little bit more and you're going to ascend Lannister Tower out the outside. Once you get to the top, you will witness something and you will be kicked. Yes, you are, your ride vehicle will be pushed back and dropped. What? Okay. Why did you pick Lannister and not the Eerie that with the moon door? Because, because he, because th- the most memorable was kicked from. <laughs> oh, 
Jesus Christ. You turned the crippling of a child <laughs> That's it. into the ride. Oh. I didn't know the name of the tower. I didn't know the name of the tower. I just put Lannister. Wow. I just called it, I called it Lannister Tower because it's the Lannisters at the top. It's- and remember, you're judging off of his pitch, not the correction. What? No, I'm telling you why I called it Lannister Tower. I didn't know the name of the tower. It's the one that the two Lannisters, the brother and sister, were getting on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, what is you know this what? show? You actually have to climb a cliffside to get to the Eerie. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's it, I have rock climbing wall type attraction, but with assistance. Oh, no. We also we, we heard the pitch. It's just a bad idea. You pulled him up the side of the cliff at the Eerie. No, he climbed up. He climbed up the wall and got kicked off. Right, he climbed up the tower and he got kicked I'm off. I'm talking about Tyrion, not Bran. Anyway, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Bran. We're talking about. I'm not talking about Bran. I'm telling okay. you, the theme fits better with the eerie than with oh. Bran. Uh, Spencer, these are character names that you're hearing. I only know the only kind of Bran I know is like oat Bran or like um, a Bran muffin. It's it's better that you didn't you didn't choose uh, my other attraction anyways. I literally just wrote attraction three dragon challenge. Just bring it back. <laughs> okay, so would you do me a favor and re- and review through what you just pitched? Mm-hmm. Uh, I pitched the Raven's Flight, the Night's Watch, and Lannister Tower. Excellent. Complete re- a complete re envisioning of Hogsmeade. <laughs> now I understand He's- Game of Thrones is about based on those pitches. Yeah. And to be clear, he's about to shut down one of the most lucrative things in the history of theme parks. Just shut it all down and reboot from scratch. Diagon Alley open. <laughs> he's, 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 it's like the opposite of expansion of Harry Potter. It's an implosion. A new. I'm bringing in a new audience now. We'll bring in the Game of Thrones audience. All right. On top you of that. You still have Potter the Hogwarts game. Express uh, connecting the two? Yeah. Yeah, that's... They, look, it's it's that, or we got to we got to put him through Fast and Furious, and it's going to be one of the two. It's called Hogwarts. King's Landing Crossing. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Hogwarts is Hogwarts is that. That was actually a very smart joke, Spencer. That was actually that was a very smart joke yeah. for Spencer. Thank you. Snaps for Spencer. I, I'm like a, a casual observer. Sometimes I understand things. <laughs> no, because you're supposed to be like the host. You're supposed to be in the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I mean, but it's not my pitch time. Now, fair. There, yeah. there was an element in, uh, there's a couple things about the Raven's Flight I have questions about. Go for it. First of all, uh, what happened to the Whomping Willow? What does that get reimagined as? It's a tree. <laughs> I forgot the Whomping Willow was a part of it, so I hadn't redesigned it. We'll have to, we'll have to work on that. Well, there, there are I was giving you. I was giving you the the, 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 trees in the north that have the faces in them and they like cry. It's one of those. That would be a great idea. You're welcome. Uh, That was a great fix. Was it? I think it was in my pitch. I said it was a tree. There was no mention of a tree. (laughs) Like I was just hitting the highlight points. Okay. Okay. I actually love the Whomping Willow portion of that story. Um, Something else I'm curious about and I'll probably bring this up with other people too. So hint, hint, Oliver and Spencer, be ready for this question. What, yes. what really is like the story behind Raven's flight? Because it just sounds like the writer is just this passive observer of all these things going on. Whereas like in, in you know, Forbidden Flight or Forbidden Journey, uh, you you're are a passive observer like, watching yeah. Harry Potter do all these things but you're but like there's there's a story to it you know you get a little bit of a preface at the very beginning of the ride you know ron and hermione and you know they're like kind of help harry like and like i mean yeah you do kind of feel like you're more of a bystander just kind of watching harry do it but the intent is that you're helping harry finish some goal instead of just watching it all happen and like every I, good ride has a story behind it. Where yeah, the the story, the story, the story of this is you are it. so the, so the reason I chose called it Raven's Flight is because ravens are the primary uh, deliverer of messages in this kingdom and stuff, and so you're essentially going along with this raven to have this message delivered from. Uh, oh, there's a message that needs to be delivered somewhere. Yeah, I mean it's attached to the raven. You're just seeing through the raven's eyes. But that yeah, these are these are all just small little details that we didn't really need or 
plot. So if it was like, like you are going to be transformed into a raven and you have to deliver a message to the all of the seven kingdoms that winter is coming or something or winter is here. And that's why you're seeing all these various lands and that's why you're seeing when they know when uh, they're coming you know, the wildlings and the dire wolves and the white walkers, like a message needs to get to, to Winterfell and you're going to be a raven and you're getting this message to Winterfell. Yeah, so you're and riding along with this raven that's having this message delivered. Oh, look, I've, I've got the basic outlines of my pitch here. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie, the story needs a little bit more work, but we're on to something here. I think, we're on I to know, something. I think it's very solid. So Please. I'm not going to I'm not going to BS you here. I didn't think of that. I just was the view of the Raven. And the reason I thought the Raven was because they're used to messages everywhere. Uh, I think having them have an important message delivered, probably a good idea. Yeah, it just seems like a good concept. Unfortunately, yeah. there's but no points for honesty. Have to get through. Yes, that's true. Uh, I just I just yeah. want you to I want you to remember this when Oliver and especially Spencer inevitably starts adding stuff. Uh and BSing their way through this, okay? So that's why, I buddy, I'm going real simple. I'm going real simple this week. Than mine? Yes, my old friend. Which didn't you? <laughs> Mine's honestly pro probably complicated. <laughs> yes, I. Yours is probably complicated. So let's go ahead and move on to my pitch. Let's start off with what I am extremely excited to get to say for once, because it's not going to be Spencer saying it. I'm doing a drop tower. But my drop tower <laughs> will be the wall crumbling. So one of the things that I found, and and keep in mind, I have I have not read the books. All my information has come from the TV show. But one of the most impactful scenes and one of the most cinematic moments that I've seen so far that makes me feel like it'd be a good ride is the I is the way that they filmed the dragon breaking apart the wall. You will be climbing up atop the wall. You'll be brought up via elevator to the top of the wall, at which point you will see a giant screen as you're loaded out onto the precipice. The precipice is going to be an enclosed tube with a giant video wall all the way down. When you're loaded onto the exterior turret, you're braced in as the dragon comes in with its blue fire. The blue fire starts to rip apart the wall, causing the wall to come down. Now, here is the cool part of what I want to do here. Most drop towers use the mechanic of slingshotting back up and down, and that's more or less where the thrill comes from. What I'm looking to do is a controlled descent that accelerates on your way down. So what we're going to be doing is you're going to be seeing the dragon hit, the ice will get chopped, and as you're coming down, the dragon will keep passing by. As it passes by, the wind will take you a little bit and shift you, so you're falling down as ice is crumbling around you. The full immersion of the ride puts you straight down into the fog. As it rises you back up again, we'll have the video monitor cued to make it so your eye line comes back up to the top to drop again. So it will make it seem as if it's one continuous drop when really you're actually dropping and looping back. It's just enough of a gradual descent that when you're brought back up again rapidly, you're not going to be feeling that weightlessness that's going to be in there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little curious about the physics of it. How you, I'm you wouldn't notice I'm that confused you're going back the... up? So you're going... Back up because the video wall is kind of like... The video wall will adjust... Yes, it, so the video wall is the extent of the tube. The entire tube is the video wall. So what we're able to do is we're able to isolate the graphics where that that ride car is to be able to cut off their view. There'll be a moment or two of you feeling like, whoa, like almost that. But because of the way that we're doing the rapid acceleration on the way down, instead of it just being terminal velocity, it's pushed acceleration. You're not going to notice the second half up on the first one. Does that make any sense? No. No, it sounds like you're going to get to the bottom of this. You're going to feel the stop because that's how inertia works. And then you're going to go up and then you're going to drop again. Yes. But inertia is a really nice word. Feel like we're not going back up. 
somehow. Because basically you're going to be hitting rubble, which is going to be pushing you a little bit as you come down. So the idea that we can hide uh, the pushback up and the cl- the second climb. It's just having, you're having justification for why you're going up. Yes. I'm building it into the ride mechanic itself. Okay. So you break, like that breaking and you feeling that push of you going up is because you're smashing into rocks. Yes. And we're, we're disguising the next drop. Um, here, I got a question for you. Why, yes, you in the front. Just why you wait to secure the people in uh, until they're already their ride vehicle is hanging out over the precipice. <laughs> so, well, so the idea is that the- you you go up along this wall. Your car is going to go along the wall. Then you'll go out into this tower where the no 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 you're you're queuing. They will be no. Your the ride vehicle is the turret. You're, it's a queue. Oh, you're on the wall. Yeah. Okay. That may, it sounded like the ride vehicle was like uh, Tower of Terror, uh, moving along the wall. No, it's it's a it's a click back climb. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense because I was a little worried there. I was like, why are you waiting to harness them in <laughs> until they're har- you know just just throwing. Well, just wait for my death trap second one. Wait for the ride to not the harnesses to not latch and the thing to just drop. Yeah, just a guy going, I know I forgot something. Uh, oh, no! Cool. That's uh, that's that's all I had. Have you considered just, you know, like, just having them just keep sliding? Just it, They just rotate and... No, because the wall crumbles and the dragon comes back in in a few times. That's They die. The whole thing. The Last Supper. <coughs> the Thrones. Oh, yes. And you're hitting on some points that about Game of Thrones there, Spencer, and I don't think you even realize it by saying Last Supper. So that's my first ride. Yeah, exactly. So that's my first ride. Great. So that's going to be the wall fall. Now, everyone knows uh, dinner theater is something that uh, is uh, I'm a huge fan of. And I, I personally think that ah! that medieval times only does death in such a casual and small proportion so my idea is a restaurant a restaurant that has a dinner theater built into it uh, a sit down experience where you're there for a nice wedding as your meal time concludes because we're going to build it out to be sort of like a cruise ship style seating thing so the show can actually rotate and be refreshed You'll be loaded into the gallery for a lovely wedding. You'll have that start to happen. You'll be fed your courses in the beginning. And then about halfway through your meal, when we need to flip the room, archers will take their spots at the tops of the of the room and then proceed to kill off your wait staff, your, your casual actors that are also sitting there eating. And I'm talking just splash zone everywhere. We are going to fill that thing with blood. You're going to walk out of there just drenched. It's the idea that that you're able to do. People go to a theme park all the time and stand at the bottom of the Jurassic Park ride. Being in the splash zone is just part of the experience. <laughs> right. Right. Blood that's going to stick. Right, 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 right. The rest of the day looking like they've been to a massacre. Because they haven't tried it. Because they haven't tried it. Spencer came up with the spaghetti stain ride or whatever. You were yes, yes. doing the same thing that we had a problem with then. Yes, but... Mine was non-stainable. I did say that. I did say... Right. I didn't bother to say that because... It's not my problem. That's that's for... That's for no, that's Imagineering's problem. They're going to have to worry on that sort of thing. Uh, I'm just the concepts guy. But here's what I want to have happen. On your way out, you'll be given a, a complimentary arrow, or you can buy one of the ones that goes through like your head, like the novelty ones. Uh, but the idea that you really walk away from the experience, and then we just all, oh, we hose the whole place down, set it up again, and then we're good to go. Always going to be wet. It's the Red Wedding as a restaurant. I think. Is it is it really a restaurant, though? Are you actually... It's more of a dinner experience. Yeah, well, no, you should be served a very lovely meal at the beginning. You get your first, like, two courses. But so, so there's going to be, like, reservation times of, like, you know... Yes. It's at six. 
And then another one at 7.30 or whatever. And we'll sell ponchos. We'll sell ponchos. That's not... Low eater. (laughs) I think... I think it'd be fun if the ponchos, you know, you either had like the Stark symbol on it or you had the yeah. gray symbol on it. Or, you know, people could like pick their sides. Pick their house. It's it's We're doing the opposite of the Harry Potter robes. These are going to be very cheap that you could just get as a poncho. Look, you're just adding into my Harry Potter land over here. <laughs> but yes, that's my ride. It could maybe kind of look like you're wearing like leather chain mail, you know, like... Interesting. But then well, here's the thing. It's silly, but it it's it's just crazy enough to work. If 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 you did it right, if you could figure out how to get it done, I think I bet it'd be I think combining the food with it is like it's one thing to have it as a water ride experience or something, but 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 then to also combine No, because they had a lovely meal. Yeah. It's- is one of your actors going to slit the throat of another actor in front? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Sweeney tied it all up. Did yeah. the Lannister send their regards? I don't. I don't foresee you. And if it's someone's wedding, they could be like the Bryant family sends their regards. Like we can make it a whole thing. The moon is nigh. This doesn't seem like an A rating uh, for your your food service here. <laughs> yeah. I mean. It's more about the blood. We're, it's it's going to be thousands of gallons of blood that we're going through, and that's if, I, if I'm paying for a meal and a show, I I want to eat my meal, and if my meal is going to be interrupted because I'm getting wet, I better get reimbursed for my meal. Do I get to go back? No, 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 no. The meal is is part of the cost of experience. It's more of a snack. You're only getting the first two courses. You're not. You're not getting the whole meal. If people are going on this ride, they're seeing people. They're going to be cleared out before the blood happens, potentially. Yes. Yeah. Ideally. Well, then what if I'm like the two courses? I'm confused here. Haven't you ever been to a wedding where they take your plate before you're done eating? This is an hour long thing. Yeah. You know what you do? You say, no, I'm not done. And then you continue eating and you finish it. And then when they bring the second course, then you go, okay, thank you. Now, what what food is being served here? He doesn't know. I don't know. There's so much food. It's whatever you would have in two courses, because this is only the first two courses of a, I don't know how many course meal. Like, he spends pages describing all of the various meat pies and pastries and whatnot that are- And and it it sounds lovely. It truly does. I feel like we're losing losing the focus of this ride, which is to experience murder and mayhem. And here's the thing. 160 degrees. Surprisingly, the murder and mayhem is not the flaw in your plan here. Yeah, the problem's the food. <laughs> the food is the flaw in your design. You're on board you're on board if it's a water show. If it's a water show, I'm completely on board. The food is important in Game of Thrones. Like the rancid meat stew. Food and water rides don't typically go together. Well, it's because they haven't tried. So reason. Look, I'm not an orthodontist, but I can pitch theme park rides. My table all wet here. I want some nice bread. Do you have any other questions aside from the poorly thought? I just want to point out, and I don't. I want to go back over this again because it was very funny to me. Oliver said, "I may be no orthodontist, but I can pitch theme park rides." And I just want to say that the the contrast, the juxtaposition of an orthodontist and a theme park designer, is for me it just tickled me a lot. Not really. They both have to brace themselves, ladies and gentlemen. That's my time. Mm. Orthodontists do not brace themselves. They brace. Shut up, Brad. Shut up, Brad. On to my third pitch. My third pitch. Third. Uh, third pitch. This one, I feel, would be super fun. I normally don't pitch them. I I like the simplicity of it, and I want to do a, a good old fashioned roller coaster called Wildfire. So one of the huge moments for me was King's Landing blowing up with the green plumes of uh, of giant fight it was an awesome scene spencer you should see it spoiler well now i don't know if i need to i know uh well that whole that whole thing is like so beautifully done 
it's so beautifully done. And I kept thinking to myself that if there was a way to do it where you start off at safe King's landing, you're walking through, but as the ride car starts to go, we start to see the buildings start to be covered in green flame. You could easily do this with a chemical inside the flame fuel that allows it to color it just a different color pyrotechnic, but we'll mix it with yes. Yes. No, I'm not doing, I'm not doing dragon. I'm not doing dragons challenge. You're out running an explosion. You're out running a wall of explosions. That's causing your ride car to whip back and forth. So basically you're going to be a person outrunning the explosions for this ride called wildfire. Very simple, mul multiple car roller coaster. I didn't want to overcomplicate it. It's just very simple. It's running through, it's going through King's Landing as it's being destroyed by wildfire. Running through King's Landing. Yes, you're running on a yeah. coaster. That's unsafe. It's like a treadmill. No, but that's the ride. It's as simple as that. I don't, I don't have much pageantry to it. It's a very simple lay on is, for a reliable ride. Is it all, is it an interior roller coaster or an exterior one with like set pieces around it to make it look like King's Landing? I would say that it's interior and you have like screens and stuff and I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's an outdoor because I want to actually use real, real pyrotechnics for it. So I want it to be outdoor, but we will have set pieces that you're going through as you whip through the alleyways and like little corners as it's, it, the goal is to be able to see as you rip around a corner, you'll see the buildings behind you start to be engulfed by this flame. Like that's, it's the idea that that is pushing you through these maze of a city. So what's like the queue for that? Like the queue is just like you're in a, st a standard King's Landing marketplace. You're at like Flea Bottom or something. Right around there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Not what at the Flea Top, is? just at the Flea Bottom. No, no. I, I just agreed. Prostitutes are. Um. Sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, when, when you're done with your half meal and, and you've, uh, you can make your way over to Flea Bottoms and then outrun a giant thing of fire. I think I nailed it, guys. I think that's that is uh, that's as good as it, no, I no, but that's I, I I definitely there's there are more thematic elements that I don't have there, but I do want a simple, reliable roller coaster, something that really isn't done anymore. Everyone does such pageantry around it; they just don't build them solid enough to injure. Yes, I get what you're saying, Brad. Just say so. Yes. No, you're not. You're not saying it. Full roller coaster. <laughs> oh, he got all those chat. Uh, so those are my three rides or three attractions. So for review, the Wallfall, the Red Wedding, Dinner Theater, and the Wildfire Coaster. Great. All right, Spencer. All right. Well, I was really nervous about my pitches, but I'm feeling a little bit better now. <laughs> um, uh, Let's not jump to conclusions. But maybe I'm not. Um, I'm just torn by the third one I'm going to do. So I'm going to work my way backwards than what I originally anticipated. So I'm going to start with... <laughs> uh, it's funny that you mentioned Dragon Challenge, Brad, because there might be one that I don't I'll figure it out. Um, so the first thing I'm going to go with is uh, King's Landing, the Great Hall of Dining. Uh, so this is the Great Hall prior to the Battle of King's Landing. Uh, there is an Iron Throne photo op on one end of this Great Hall and a food court with a cafeteria-style dining on the other end th and throughout the dining hall. Those restaurants, cafes, and dining include Hot Pies Bakery, Iron food Island, court. which is a, a, which is a cafe court. of foods high in iron, uh, Dragon Pepper Ridge Farm, because you I hate Dragon you. Pepper. I, I hate you. I hate you. Arya Stark Seafood Special, uh, which is a seafood special uh, cafe. Castle Black <laughs> Express, uh, the White Harbor Brewery, uh, and of course, an ironic Starbucks, um, because we've already mentioned the Starbucks Cup, but there's obviously always a Starbucks in every theme park and in every corner you turn. Uh, so that's uh, that's what it is. It's, 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 a, it's a food court uh, with special names uh, based on Game of Thrones food items and it has a photo op of a uh of the iron throne because it's amazing he manages he manages to make a headache that's specifically part of like just the back part of my brain of anger that's what's more exciting than a fan getting to take a, a picture on the iron throne and then also like anything anything's more exciting than a food court so getting a hamburger 
Yeah, correct. So, um, yeah, so it's the Great Hall of Dining. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Brandenburger. We got to have the thematic here. So it's the Great Hall of Dining. Um, that's 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 my first pitch. No, that's, like me. That's my first pitch. Uh, all right. Uh, maybe I should have done the other ones instead. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> pitch number two. Uh, any questions on pitch number one? Uh, no. It's a food court. Arlie? Which, you know, most theme parks have food. No, I, I appreciate it. Go on. All right. Pitch number two. Pitch- if I lose to this food court. <laughs> pitch number two is a, a world map of ice and fire or river adventure. Uh, this is a casual but slightly thrilling boat ride, a la It's a Small World or Pirates of the Caribbean, where guests travel through the different locations in Game of Thrones from all eight seasons. Uh, similar to the opening sequences of each episode, where there's like a map drawn out, uh, writers travel through different scenes uh, that include uh, some scenes with animatronics, some with AR, some with practical effects, some with darkness, sort of like, you know, the updated Jurassic World at Universal. Um and it includes places uh, such as all of the areas of King's Landing, uh, north of the Wall, northern Westeros, southern Westeros, and Essos. So, so it's a. Uh, can you can you say the name of the kingdom? Yeah, let's let's go through that one more time. Which kingdom? Can you just go through the the different- Go through the list. Yeah, let's just go from the top. King's Landing, north of the Wall, northern Westeros, southern Westeros, and Essos. Right, like like Wilshire Avenue or uh, Westeros. Westeros. What am I saying? No, it's I, it's just I love I love the res, Westeros Rancheros that I get every time I'm there. It's really it's one of my favorite Tex Mask restaurants. That's Rose. it's Westeros. It's Westeros, but okay, I, I try to find I try to find out how to pronounce them. Um, okay. I was, couldn't it find it. it. I've never heard anyone say Westeros before. Well, you're looking at a person who's well. I got to take the Westeros up. That's the only way to get to the second mezzanine. Then you'll take a left at, at the South Steros. I uh... so Brad Westeros at me. <laughs> it's like it's like if the opening sequence of Game of Thrones was a water ride, it would kind of be like that. But it's just, it's like it's a small world meets Pirates of the Caribbean meets I, the Game of Thrones opening sequence. I like i like to think that this is, this is like the adult version of Pirates of the Caribbean. You know when there uh, it used to be the pirate chase and the lady around? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is much worse. <laughs> well, it's Game of Thrones. Oh, he's just. Yeah, yeah. Reading something to her. <laughs> here's here's the, th- the thing that's fun to me. Some mechanic's going to have to get a call over the radio saying like, oh, he stopped. We're going to have to get a mechanic over to get this, this animatronic out of this. I just, I just, there, there's been such a, a, a cultural uh, change for the better to eliminate some of these, uh, these things from theme parks. Uh, right. And they're all being put into Spencer's Ride. Spencer's Ride. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's not a food court. Well, also to be fair, we're doing Game of Thrones, so I don't understand like why the the context of everything is a problem. If that's what you've got, that's fair. I don't think you do understand the context of anything. Go on, continue. It's it's a it's a simple journey through the different worlds of Game Game of Thrones. I don't see world. one world, one world, one world. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, that it's- but there's different land. There's like different lands in the map. You know, there's like. Yeah, yeah, all the right. times. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Is there, is there, like, <laughs> is there like a thread that you're following as you go through the various lands, or is it literally just like I'm on a cruise tour? And I hope it's that. I really hope it's that. It, it is. I mean, it really is. Like, if, like it's a small world has so many different countries. You know, it's jug. It's the Jungle Boat Cruise, but with with Jungle Cruise. It's it's a small world. They're very it's different a world attractions. Slaughter a world. But, of- the idea is it, it's 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 a casual but slightly digging the eyeballs out so there there's some there's some scenes where there's ar effects uh it, it's basically introducing you to each of the worlds so you can get an idea of like for those who don't know game of thrones uh you can get an idea of what each each of the worlds uh exists and like what happens in those worlds but for like you know avid 
uh, fans or avid guests. It's got all the main things you would think of from each of those lands that are kind of in there that you can see, whether it's AR or practical or uh, animatronic. It's Westeros after all. Yeah, Westeros after all. But there's no, it, it's Jurassic, <laughs> you know, the Jurassic World ride doesn't really have music. It's more of like that. Uh, you said it's like a small. I it's said it's a small, it's a small or Pirates of the Caribbean. And I also said practical effects and the things like that. Sort of like Jurassic World. It is written in my pitch. Move on, bud. Six of those. What's your third pitch? Um, well, I'm trying to figure out if I want to pitch the stunt show or the roller coaster. <laughs> um, uh, Either one. I, I'd i pick one of them. Don't pick it. I mean, it's not Dragon Challenge, but it involves dragons. So I guess I'll go with the stunt show. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, rookie move. No. Uh, my stunt show is The Hands of Tourney an Epic Adventure. Uh, it's a stunt show featuring a tourney of the hands, including jousting, archery, and melee, where the audiences are the attendees. Um, but in uh, sort of like an Indiana Jones or Fear Factor kind of situation, uh, there's like a kid that's pre-selected before the show, and, you know, it's kind of like part of the show. To fight! Fear Factor? No, 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 no. No, they're like, they're like... We're going to throw one kid into the experience. They're going to have to save... Hold on. Can I finish my pitch before you start talking? Um, there, There's like, you know, like an animal actors at Universal. They bring kids up and they're like, okay, hold out your hand. The dog is going to come and get the, the biscuit or the cookie Did you just compare whatever. a kid to an animal? A no. dog, nonetheless? No, I said, I said, no, I said, just like an animal actors where they have a kid hold out their arm and they say, okay, the dog's going to come. Spencer, I don't get why you're getting so worked up. This kid is this vo audience volunteer uh, is is like in charge. Basically, like it's like when the when the whistle sounds, you know, the joust thing begins, and the kid's in charge of blowing the whistle or like pushing a button, you know, all these kind of things. So so they're they're like they're like safe. They have like a handler to help um, guide them. <laughs> like an animal. Their... No, like Spencer. well, they, they're not just gonna let a kid. No, no, let let him let him finish. Let him finish. Um, but I said that, that I said I said uh, by helping uh, the actors aim their arrows for archery and other cute little side antics through the show is the comic relief. Wait, so the kid is the comic relief? <laughs> not, not yes, <laughs> yes, but like it's it's more of like it's more of like you know because Game of Thrones is intense, <laughs> so it's like to lighten it up a little bit. All right, so here's here's my pitch. How can we make medieval times? Worse, completely humiliate a kid in the process. No, you're not humiliating the kid. No, no, no. No, the kid is like the kid is pressing the button or the... yeah, he he's being laughed at as as the comedic relief. Oh, the comic no. relief. No, 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 Here, no, boy, no, no. You want a treat? You want a treat? Yeah, boy. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he's the dog. I'm saying he's the person who's giving the dog the treat. That's the metaphor. This hair can only be split so thin. Um, I was gonna pitch my my dragon my dragon's flight. No, but you but you didn't. You chose this. So journey through the wastelands. It probably would have been a better idea. Uh, probably. But everyone, Arlie, coaster. So I wanted to Arlie. Do you have creative and practical? <laughs> so Arlie, do you have any questions for Spencer? Wastelands. I know it has nothing to do with it's, your. It's where the dragons were born. Uh, supposedly they were born from the wastelands. Um, that's what it said on the Game of Thrones. Why are you correcting her? Well, she asked me a question. So I answered the question. Pretty sure they're from Valyria. But oh, okay. see, I, so I'm glad I didn't pitch that one then, because I would have been way off. Yeah, you went better by humiliating a child. I was curious. I'm like, maybe there's a wasteland somewhere. And I here's here's the beauty of this is all of Spencer's ideas, if there was like a Russian park that didn't have any of the rights to Game of Thrones but wanted to throw up a theme park real quick. All of his things are possible. I think I think any of these pitches this week have the same concept as far as a, a knockoff. Fair. Arlie, do you have any questions? Not a knockoff. Let's remember this. Okay. I, I, I don't think I have questions. <laughs> Concerns. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to just throw it out there. I, having just the experience of Game of Thrones, of watching a couple of YouTube Spencer, videos, Spencer, looking at Wikipedia, and asking Spencer. questions to my roommates, I think I don't... 
Spencer. You've used that excuse so many times. You I'll are keep not using allowed. it. You are, you are forbidden from ever using that excuse in any more episodes. You I'm not no Harry Potter. Stay. My journey's not going to be forbidden. I will not no be stifled. Say, try and throw this little whiny pitch. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I will continue to use it uh, because, gentlemen, it's the truth, gentlemen. Arlie, I think it's time to to award some points. Now, keep in mind. If you dislike something so much, feel free to take points this week. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, you have to. You're, you're, yeah, no, you're giving points. Uh, but so we're gonna go through category by category. But before we do, we're gonna give you a full run through all the way through to for a review. Okay. So let's start with Brad. Brad, you pitched. My three pitches were the Raven's Flight, the Night's Watch, and the Lannister Tower. Excellent. Mine were the Wallfall, the Red Wedding dinner in a show and uh the wildfire roller coaster very memorable yeah <laughs> and mine was the uh, one and only uh food court uh of the pitches this week great hall of dining uh <laughs> the only uh water boat ride uh world of map and fire and ice and fire river adventure and the only stunt show that was pitched this week the hands of tourney and epic adventure thank you i <laughs> <laughs> was the this i was the only this remember i was the only this it's, this is reminding me of the week that he came in and he started each one with and this is a very practical idea <laughs> i mean the, the subtlety of fozzy bear as well as the subtlety of uh, sandpaper anyway i'm showing a dining room at a theme park i mean let's be real here all right, we've done yes. Oh, like Arlie, you got the yeah. <laughs> Arlie, let's go category by category. We're going to start with practical. All right, starting with practical. I feel like I'm going to get so much grief for this, but I'm going to give bronze to the Great Hall of Dining. I think it's practical. <laughs> I think you're going to have a great hall somewhere in this. People got to eat. People got to eat. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't be upset. Every vendor type allows you to have. It's, it's practical. It's the bronze. That is said throughout the entire, like, all of the books and the stories. Congratulations, Spencer. You frenzed it again. Thank you. Thank you. I will take my food courts and I will roll with them. They're always quite practical because people want to eat at theme parks. So that's the bronze. Let's move on to the silver. All right. Silver. As an architect, I do appreciate some sustainable practices of reusing infrastructure that's already there. So I will give it to Raven's Flight. Reusing some of those elements is kind of practical. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> what is happening? It's a redesign. I mean, I also think it's never going to happen in a million years because yes. the world is not going anywhere anytime soon. But the technology is already there. I mean, you could basically just like if you had the if you had the license to that, like to the to the to the track. There's a lot stuff, of there's a lot of turmoil all gotta in do the is Harry Potter world right now. Maybe they want to so, step away from it's it for a while. Doable ride, I think it's it's incredibly. Do I mean, it's been done. It's been done. So like, yeah, it literally creative. It, some would even argue it was just done. Yeah. And I mean, doing the queue through, um, you know, through the castle at King's Landing, it's it's very doable. It's very practical. Kind of like Hogwarts, I'd say. <laughs> um, but then I will give the gold to the Wildfire Roller Coaster. What? I think. Hey! Wow. I think Pretty fun. I just roller coasters. They're my favorite. Good simple coaster. Just I mean, that roller coaster. dark then instead of practical. It didn't get pitched, bud. Challenge. So stop. You didn't pitch it. I should have pitched my dragon flight right where it's a so so two so where you're flying. I mean, great. You should. There are a ton of shoulda woulda couldas throughout this. That gives us our practical category. We're gonna go ahead and move on to creative. 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 Okay, let's see what we got here. Um, nope. <laughs> uh, she just starts crossing them out one by one. <laughs> that's that's no, not that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the nope because I'm pretty sure she's still on the first page. <laughs> it's never it's never good when the guest goes for creative. I'm just gonna pass. I'm not gonna give any out this week. 
Uh, we can't be that mm-hmm. upset about it. <laughs> Mine were very creative. I had to redesign rides. I mean, I created food cafes. I created like eight of them. We know what you did. It won an award. Bro. For practical, but it's also creative. Gosh. I am so torn here. I want to give bronze. Like, I can think of two that I'm like, yeah, those are creative. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a third one. Well, give one of those two the bronze like, also. Oh. No, that's not fun. Uh, well, I did Raven's Flight, Night's Watch, and Lannister Towers. So whichever one you're not given the silver or gold, you can give for the bronze. Um, I can no, you don't you don't win it by default. <laughs> this 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 is here. She's already given silver and gold to one of those. They're not stimulus points. You don't just get them. <laughs> <laughs> stimulus points. We're gonna give bronze to uh the Night's Watch. Yeah. Bronze goes to Night's Watch. Yeah, bronze goes to the Night's Watch. Silver. Um, silver goes to the Red Wedding Dinner Theater. Yes. Uh, you can't beat it. You can't. It's it's it, it's 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 to die for. Well, someone's gonna beat it because I'm you got silver. Someone is gonna beat it. <laughs> you got silver. Uh, and then I am drenched. <laughs> uh, gold, I'll give to the Wallfall. That's, I like the uh I don't know it's it's a little different it's it's a it's a drop but it's it's different it's a different it's play it's playing with it yeah and well there you go it'd be I think it'd be a really memorable ride that people would be like what the hell like a dragon and we fell I don't know I, I think it's really cool awesome I'll take it <sighs> so we're gonna move on to the final category and these are your favorites my favorites <laughs> you guys want to like vamp for a little bit <laughs> sure. sure uh so i did raven's flight night's watch and lancer tower you can put in any <laughs> vamping is not just reviewing uh, that's not what vamping is sir he's <laughs> not getting any awards today because it should have been me <laughs> what What's not getting any awards? Lancer, yes. yours. No awards, because it should have been the Eerie. It fits so much better with the Eerie. But I wanted you to be experience being Bran getting kicked off the tower. That's well, the you first did. episode. But no, no one else did. Best. I, I think people should be like Littlefinger and get, or, or um, not Littlefinger. It was um, Sansa's aunt. I'm totally blanking on her name right now. Marsha. Cersei. No, not Marsha. Did you say Marsha? Yeah, her Auntie Marsha. You know, Auntie M. I'm sticking by. The kid gets kicked. It's a pivotal moment because he it, it, it starts starts the whole journey of the entire show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's got it. Bronze. Bronze. Okay. Bronze. Her fan favorite. Guess because favorite. it's my favorite thing at a Ren fair. So I think it can translate into a world. It has a decent base to go off of his hands of the tourney. Uh I think, I think there's the kids ride. Hmm? Also, if you have live horses, all the better because I love horses. Of course. Horses, right. of courses. But I, I love a stunt show. It's it's one of my it's one of my favorite things to do at like MGM is go I would go to the Indiana Jones show just like on repeat. It's my yeah. same. Waterworld's my 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 go to stunt show. Number two, I'm I'm gonna give to Raven's Flight. I'm gonna give the silver to Raven's Flight. Yeah! Wow. I love the flying. Like, I love Soren. And I think that it can be very similar to that. And I think that could be a lot of fun seeing all the different lands from the air and kind of having these little run ins with the wildlings and the dire wolves. And it could be really fun. But my favorite (laughs) is definitely the Red Wedding Dinner Theater. Oh my gosh. I think it's crazy. I don't know if you'd be able to pull it off at all. Yes. But that was literally one of the scenes in the book that I, I just dropped the book on the ground when it happened. And like, I would probably love, drop your food during this too. I would love to be a part of that and see it happen live. Really and like, even about- though I would know what's going to happen going into it, 
oh. would still just like shock and appall me. And I would. This moment, it, I, I, I was hungry before that we started filming this, but I'm so full on this moment that I think I'm good for the evening. Well, I'm going to go get Chipotle after this. So that's, that's good. I, this is amazing. You've yeah, actually you watched the entire out, series, you Oliver. Pull out the red wedding at a theme park. Holy. Right. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> but also, can you can you imagine what the what the meetings are going to be to get like to get that happening? Where you're just it's a bunch of people sitting in a conference room being like, I, I don't. It's how. It's multiple costumes. I, you're gonna I have a like, lot of I costumes. Now that I think about I, it. I love going to like the murder mystery dinner theaters. I think they're so fun. I get really into them. And there's no mystery about this. There's a guaranteed murder. I'm yeah. very curious to see how you wrap it up because it's literally just chaos and people <laughs> killing each other, and somehow your guests need to. And then everyone gets up and steps over the bodies, and like they, they yeah. Arlie, it's called the fire alarm. <laughs> 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 and on that, we bring this episode to an end. Thank you so much for joining us and, and joining us for what I can argue is one of our best episodes. This was. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. If you have ideas for other rides or want to do your very own, feel free to shoot us a message on our social media platforms and follow us and like. And with that, we bid you farewell. Have a good one, everybody. Did you enjoy the episode you just watched? Feel free to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have an interpretation of an idea based on the theme of the week, feel free to tag us on social media with hashtag Theoretical Thrills, and we may feature your ride and attraction on the show. Theoretical Thrills, the theory of the thrill. Oh, oh.